Hello, hello. Welcome to The Road to Permanency. We are on Season 2, Episode 4. <laughs> and this is Gracie, reporting live. I love it. Today <laughs> we're going to be talking about kinship care. Can you define kinship care just for the listeners who might not know what that means? That's fair. There's so many different terms, like I get confused too. Same. Even a youth in care, I'm like, CES, I'm like, oh yeah, Children's Aid Society. I gotta refresh myself sometimes, even though I've been in it for what, 20 plus years now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, kinship care is when you're able to, when you aren't able to live with your fam, with your parents, but you are able to live with a relative. So it could be uh, your grandparents, your aunts or uncles, cousins, um, yeah, anybody really who yeah. is family. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think kinship care is really important because. It doesn't, you're, you're still within your family, you know, and you're not really, I'm not saying that you, it still sucks because you're not with your parents. Yeah. However, you're still connected and you still have those stories and you're able to still be around people who you identify with and not have to go through this intense traumatic experience of living with somebody who you don't know. Yeah, I guess you could say there's less of a separation there because you kind of do have someone you know in the family. So I guess that's kind of cool. Right? Yeah. It's exciting yeah. to hear. I don't know too many people in kinship care, so I'm really looking forward to this next conversation. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Road to Permanency. My name is Rochelle and today we have a very cool discussion with around kinship care. Right. I'm very excited to introduce my cousin Ashley. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah. yeah. Why don't Why don't we start off with a little introduction about yourself? Okay. My name is Ashley Tomagatic. Um, I've had care. I've had care of my nieces and nephew since 2015 um they're from they were living in Fort Albany at the time before they came into my care and then things just worked out after their mom passed away for them to come into my care and they've been in my care ever since so yeah um their names are Cassius and Elena they're seven and eight Cassius and Elena well that's awesome I love that you're able to take care of get them into your family it's really important to do that right yeah especially um after the mom passed away and just um where they were before and being worried about them and knowing that I can take care of them if I was given the chance you know so yeah that's awesome and uh you say that you were given the chance how did that how did the um resources and support work out for you you know um well it all started with um asking my dad first if we can take the kids and at first he was really hesitant because well they're his grandkids right and he didn't want to but he wasn't he was in like an emotionally unstable place at the time and it took some convincing for him 
and then he finally agreed to it. And then after that, we were talking to um, Pegatano and Delico because Delico was the agency in Thunder Bay, Pegatano was the agency in James Bay. And at the time we were in Fort Albany for Thomasina's funeral and then Garrett's funeral, which are my siblings. That's um, Thomasina's, the kid's mom. And uh, yeah, Pegatano, they worked with Delico to really get the kids with us. So it was kind of, we didn't really have to do much to get it done. They did most of the legwork or whatever. And they were with us and they've been with us ever since. When I say us, I'm talking about me and my sister, Lauren. She was the yeah. one who helped me a lot at first with the kids. But then eventually we just kind of went our own way. She has like her own thing she does and I take care of the kids. That's so good to hear though. I love that everyone worked together. It's so, uh, I don't, I don't know from some of the stories I've heard and from my own personal experience, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that often, but to hear more agencies collaborating and making sure you have a positive experience is, is really heartwarming to be honest. It's, it's good to hear. Yeah, yeah forward. Uh, When, when you were, I guess talking with your dad and the different organizations, did you did you have a lot of questions or or like how did how did that I process know. go through? I'm so curious. Um well we were working with um I forget who he was. He wasn't just a worker for Delico though, he was probably like a supervisor or somebody. No, not Delico for Pegatano. And um I don't know he just made it like really easy for us like if we had any questions he was like letting us know like this is what we're going to be doing and he really just wanted like what was best for the kids and it wasn't really that hard honestly so well that's good um when I guess like did the agencies help you out with um what's it called again like a parental leave for kinship care when you receive the kids or were, were they able to help you out with all the finances and make sure you were yeah they did they what did they do again when we left they like it got kind of like mixed up I think when we left Fort Albany um they didn't they didn't pay the kids way like they're supposed to and I Which is what happened. Right? yeah I think uh we had to reach out to our band at Wapiscat and we told them like our situation, like we got the kids and we want them to come to Thunder Bay. And for some reason, like our tickets weren't paid for some reason, then at Wapskit, the chief at the time, she paid our way to Thunder wow. Bay with the kids. And then after that, when we got here, Pegatano kind of closed the case because they didn't, they said, what did they say? Their exact words were like, um, we're washing our hands with the kids because it was such a hassle. I don't know. They're having like we kind of had like um problems with our our Pegatano worker, but our Delico worker was really awesome. Once we got into town, they got the kids new beds, new clothes, everything. That's that's good. I'm glad they're able to have things of their own. You know, it really yeah. sucks that the worker didn't help. Well, the Pegatano worker wasn't as supportive, but yeah, it makes me wonder. I think like the resources up north are kind of lacking. Know, there's there's not as many supports and it's even hard for even workers themselves to kind of 
support other people while supporting their families yeah there was like kind of like nepotism too going on like I say that because um after a while the kids were with us for probably like four to six months and my dad was starting to have thoughts like he can take better care of the kids than us even though he was abusing drugs and he um, needed grief counseling he just wasn't taking care of himself and he wasn't in a good state of mind or able to take care of himself and the kids so it was just and so he started um, talking to the Picatano worker and then she started reaching out to me and Lauren saying oh your dad wants the kids back and whatever and I'm like I'm not going to give the kids back because I seen how he was treating them when we left the funeral my brother's funeral he had them for 18 months and I seen firsthand how he was treating them and I said I'm sorry dad but I'm not giving you the kids back um I filed for emergency emergency care for the kids and that kind of was enough for my dad to say well if you're going to apply for custody for them you don't have to take me to court just please don't take me to court you can keep them and then I ended up keeping the kids out there but it was just like um I did that because if it came down to it I wanted to make sure like the kids were safe you know yeah that's so brave yeah. of you and like yeah, Amazing, it was hard. honestly. I yeah, because imagine. like I fought my dad like tooth and nail, and it kind of like put um something like a fork in the road, you know. Like we mm -hmm. were close before, but then once he felt like I was taking away Tom Cena's kids and how she passed away by suicide, and mm -hmm. my dad was the one who found her, he felt like it was his responsibility to take care of the grandkids, you know. And mm -hmm. he had them for eighteen months before me and my sister got them because when Tom Cena passed away he had the kids for 18 months then my brother Garrett passed away and then that's when me and my sister Lauren stepped in and yeah. my dad was just so overwhelmed with grief like I don't blame him I don't nothing like that it's just I know he was going through a really hard time and that's when we suggested well just let us take the kids and he finally agreed to it but then after that's when all that <sighs> trouble started happening and I know some of it was about money too because um my dad was struggling and he wanted to apply for the kids kids um child tax mm -hmm. and um yeah me and him kind of don't see eye to eye to that because he wants to apply for it and um I find it's for the kids and what they need so yeah. it's been a battle with my dad um mm -hmm. we've recently started talking again though and our relationship is slowly getting better but he still bugs me about the kids which obviously he's the grandpa he's going to right yeah. but um I'm hoping to meet up with him hopefully this year with the kids so he can see them because I know he really misses them oh, that's good that's uh you explained so much and it just sounds really tough to go through on your own and I'm glad you had your sister sister Lauren with you and yeah. the good work at is it the Delico, Delico, yeah, <laughs> that's good. Did you have any other resources and supports to help you from um, other organizations? No, not really. It was mostly just Delico, and if they wanted to refer us somewhere, because my nephew Cass, he has like um, speech problems, mm. and we think like he may be autistic, okay. and so um, our Delico worker would refer us to like. Um, like uh, 
the kids would go to like um, play groups or sometimes there is this thing called, I forget what it's called, but they would refer you to someone and some people from Delico would come in and they would take the kids like to the park or whatever, just so like you can do whatever you need to around the house or run an errand, which was pretty cool. That was pretty cool too. Um, But I did have a really amazing worker. Her name was Janet and she worked for Delico and she was like there for me for like the first year. And then she had to leave and I had another worker, which I didn't meet. And then I had another worker after that, which was my worker until my case closed. Right. And so it sounds like your case was open for two years. Yeah. Give or take. It was open for quite a bit, probably like four years. But I really like how you talked about how they supported you and gave you um. I guess like some people would call it like respite care so you can yeah like a babysitter right so you can go out you can have time to yourself and you know of course having two kids is so new to you and that downtime yeah. I think is important right yeah I, was, so. I, I think I just turned like 21 a few months wow. before when I got the kids for you yeah. man I'm so proud of you so so proud of you you said Elena is nine or seven 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 yeah so yeah when I left uh Timmins in 2015 and then I got the kids in 2016 later that year 2016 so it was kind of like um I was kind of getting used to not being home because I was at a place where I was surrounded by all my family and friends moving to Thunder Bay where I had only my sister and then yeah. after having the kids and then it kind of like changed my life around you know um it was kind of hard honestly but yeah Delico really really helped like as a support yeah that's yeah. really good I can only imagine so much stress and but like you kept the kids together and yeah I think that's really important too to acknowledge because it's it's hard to keep siblings together you know growing up me and my sisters weren't always together so when I hear that people make it work because it's very possible you know given all the right supports especially then you can do it awesome yeah and like um in my mind the way I was thinking about it was I know my sister she would want her kids together and she would want them to have resources and access to things that they need, like dental care or mental health care or whatever they needed, you know, and they couldn't get that in Fort Olney. My dad just didn't understand that. And I was like, um, they had really bad teeth to the kids when they came into our care. But right now their teeth are perfect now. We got like them dental care that they needed. And so that, that was a relief too. That speaks to so much, you know, how how we do need so much more up north in order to be back on our our homelands with our community and, and to learn from our family. But we can't do all of that without supports from, you know, neighboring cities or provincial help from just anybody realistically. So it's good to know that you're able to come down here down to an area of more resources, you know. It reminds yeah. me you're talking about your sister and I miss her laugh so much you know she would call me and leave little voice messages and leave little jokes and um we had a good 
we had a good childhood together yeah you kind of reminded me of her earlier when you're like zoom room (laughs) 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 i was like ever remind me of thomasina yeah we had good times together i love i love that we're able to connect again you know Mm -hmm. i'm thinking about um now that some years have passed are there any like extra resources or supports that maybe would have been extra helpful or that could have made things a little less stressful or easier? I wish like at the time, because I was so young, like, and I never had any kids previous that like I was able to have like a parenting class or Mm -hmm. maybe resources for the kids, more resources for the kids on the loss of their mom, you know, like um, maybe even like grief counseling, like in a play play therapy or something you know because they didn't have that Mm -hmm. and we were we couldn't get it we couldn't get therapy for them because their mom was in the process of um getting their health cards status cards everything and before she passed away she didn't get it done yeah and so that really held us back a bit for getting the kids some resources because when you're filling out the paperwork you need that information and I didn't have it Mm -hmm. So for the kids, I wish that we had more resources for that. And myself, I wish I had like um like a weekly parenting class or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we didn't have that. that. We kind of just had to like go with the flow and get used to our new life together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys really went with the flow. I'm so happy that you're here today. Yeah, me too. was just thinking about a question in mind um you're talking about I just lost my train I lost my train thought that's okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's okay when I think overall I think my train of thought was lost because it just brings me back to like all the intergenerational trauma that everyone's gone through and um and just how hard it is to support yourself and I know Thomasina was struggling a lot and you know, you mentioned IDs and that's such a, that's such a pertinent topic when, when you're even working for yourself as a youth in care, or if you're going to look into taking care of your, your family, right? Like IDs is really hard to come through. And I'm wondering, did you do that all on your own or did the workers do it for you? And did they show you the process? I'm still working on getting the kids IDs myself. Um, so we were in the kinship care and then we moved to temporary care and then the Delico didn't have like any more worries about us. And because another, another agency was coming into Thunder Bay and the surrounding areas and they didn't want that agency to reopen our case and do things their way, they closed our file. So, um, they left us in touch with the MP, the MP's office, and they're going to help us get the kids health cards and birth certificates. So I'm in the process of doing that right now. But first, I have to get custody of the kids. So I'm working on that right now. That's a long process. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess pandemic hasn't helped either. So like, even when I was younger, like, um, you're right about the intergenerational trauma. Like, I didn't even know what that was, like, when I was a kid, you know, you're just a kid, you don't, until you get older, and then you start understanding why life is the way it is, and why things happen 
when they happened, you know, like my family struggled a lot when we were kids and it led to me dropping out of school, abusing drugs. I was like 21 when I was 15. So <laughs> like, you know, so I was doing a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. I didn't have proper like parental care, even though I was at home with my parents, it was um, toxic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, a lot of the stuff like I had to do on my own or figure out how to do it. And then as I got older, I started using my resources more. And I was like, how come nobody taught me how to do this? You know, like mm-hmm. somebody should have taught me how to do this, even though it took me longer to learn how to do it myself. It would have helped a lot of like I had that support, you know? Yeah. And then getting, getting older and realizing that your family suffered from intergenerational trauma and realizing and learning how to deal with it and how to take care of yourself and break that cycle and not want to repeat that cycle with the kids that I have now but I see a lot of like the parenting styles that my parents had with me and I see it in myself now and I'm just trying to like stop that (laughs) like no it's hard right (laughs) it is hard you gotta like stop and take yourself out of that situation and like take a few minutes to yourself because you're kind of reliving that moment of what you grew up with and then you're yeah. like wait I don't want to do this again exactly and, yeah I hear you so much and it's, it sucks mm-hmm. but it's good to know we're learning you know I think our our parents and our grandparents they didn't they went through like really awful times yeah I don't want to I don't want to swear on a podcast but you know it it, when you think about everything and it just uh it's heartbreaking and like knowing that our family went through what they did and then understanding them more because of what they went through and then like you can't well I can't have hate in my heart for them for what they went through and then it kind of makes me understand more for them and then I'm like oh my god like yeah this part that forgiveness is key though you know we um forgiving our parents just like how you mentioned you're rekindling that relationship with your father and as um it's very good because you know we forget how much they went through and although they couldn't teach us much because because of all that trauma it's uh I love to hear that we're all learning and growing and persevering and and there's like so much hope for for us and for our kids yeah I really feel like that because like right now I'm back in school even though it took me a while to get back into it I'm like two credits away from getting my high school diploma that's exciting congratulations yeah and then I want to go to college or university after um I want to work for the community and be like a support worker for people who abuse drugs or like leaving domestic violence situations yeah something like that so I'm looking forward to that okay I'm so proud of you yeah kind of like as I said before like I dropped out as being a teenager and kind of I feel proud of myself for how far I've come just because before I didn't think that this was like an option like taking care of my sister's kids and um being in recovery I'm over two years sober and I quit smoking too so (laughs) but it's like it's just we need we need to hear more more of this you know more of strong beautiful independent people just just going through 
life together with with their family and growing and learning and um you know i think we're we're learning so much this year and there's a lot of trauma but this is why we wanted to bring more youth here today to talk about you know the good that's going on and what's needed what they didn't have and where we're going from here you know yeah what do you have um what are your hopes for, for Elena and Cassius? What do you think? What do you think they want to do next? I want them to live a good life. That's my plan for them is to help them live a good life and show them that if I can finish going to school, that they can go to school and just to teach them to be nice to others and not to judge. That's like big values for me because growing up I always felt like I was always being judged or judging others like I didn't know that you're like you shouldn't do that you know so I kind of tell the kids like when they see somebody or something that they're not used to like we don't know we don't know what that person's going through so just be kind yeah and to be successful in life and all the good stuff I love that all right yeah that's very key I think I want the same things for my daughter when I think about it, you know, you grow up yeah. in that lifestyle. You just want kindness and love. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your time, Ash. I, I hear a little baby in the background and I don't want to <laughs> yeah. take up too much of your space. Teaching me Gwich for being here today. And uh, we learned so much about kinship care and about the struggles and the great resources that they have up north. I'm really grateful to hear that yeah i wish we could talk more but I have to get <laughs> yeah going. no that's okay thank you so much yeah have a good day we'll talk let me later, know okay? if you have any more questions or anything and of course always okay, okay have a good day rach bye babe thanks so much for tuning in and don't forget to check out our episode next week mm-hmm.